What's up, fam? Another year of the Whoa, That's Good podcast, y'all. It is just surreal to be in 2021, closing out the year, still doing the Whoa, That's Good podcast, and not just still doing it. Like, actually, we're thriving in it because you guys are the best listeners, the best fam. And I just hope that this is still so encouraging to y'all as you listen. I'm rocking my Whoa sweatshirt. These are kind of new this year. Whoa, School of Advice, established 2018. And it's just so cool to just get to sit here, do what I love to do, be encouraged while I'm doing it, and hopefully encourage y'all in the meantime. It's been awesome. We've had a great year, and I want to kind of recap the year. But first, I just have to seriously shout y'all out. I just want to say this is a we thing, and y'all, we have totaled over 10 million seven hundred forty-two thousand eight. 193 listens and downloads for the year. Y'all, that is wild. 10 million of you who are listening um, consistently or 10 million people or 2 million times that this show has been played or uh, they've listened to it in their home, you've listened to it in your cars, you've listened to it on your drive, you listen to it in your dorm room, you listen to it with your family or your friends. And I'm just so thankful for that. Genuinely, when I started this podcast, the reason why I started it is because I'm thinking, I get to be around all these people who are so influential, who give the best piece of advice, who pour out their life. And it's just mentorship. You know, even when they're not even meaning to mentor you, they mentor you because they're so wise. And I was like, I want everybody to have that. And so I hope that you felt mentored along the process. I've hoped in myself that you felt like you've had a friend and a sister to walk through life with. Um, genuinely, I'm so grateful for y'all. Over the past, you know, I guess three years now of having a podcast, we've totaled over 21 million listens. And that is just wild to me. It's so humbling. Honestly, um, nothing about that makes me say, oh, wow, I'm so cool. It really Really makes me think wow God is so cool he's so good and the fact that he would use me to get to do this is a true gift and so thank you for allowing me to do this thank you for coming on the journey with me guess what it's not stopping here we're going strong into 2022 we got a great lineup we're gonna have some great conversations some great advice given and uh, we're gonna continue to be encouraged and strengthened as a community as sisters and friends and uh, yeah so let's recap this year because 2021 was a great year. We've had great people. And I kind of separated this into three different pieces of advice that we've gotten over the year. I separated it into dating. We got some epic and great dating advice for all of you dating people. We got some great or even married or single. We got some great just relationship advice, which is so great. So we'll go relationship. Step one, relationship advice. I'm just going to start that over because I don't want people to mishear me in dating. Um, I separate this into three groups. Number one, we got relationships, all sort of relationships, no matter if it is single, dating, engaged, married, whatever you are. If you are in love, felt love, experienced love, this is kind of the box we're gonna talk about relationships. And we're gonna go on to self, because we got a lot of good self um, advice, just practical advice to being a better person. And I think that's so important that we can all look inside of ourselves and say, how can we grow? And then lastly, we just got some practical advice, some super practical advice with some good friends who just said hey this is it this is how it is do this and you'll live a better life so let's start actually let's start with the practical we'll then go into the relationship then we'll go into the self-advice so the first piece of practical advice is from Annie Downs and she said open your Bible every day which is so practical but honestly so good and especially starting this new year off we're about to be in this new year you're probably going to think of some challenges some ways that you can have some uh, New Year's resolutions 
resolution or whatever that is. And I just encourage you, this would be a great one to have. If you're going to have a New Year's resolution, opening your Bible every day would be a great one. I challenged myself to this last year, and um, I went so strong for like 200 days in the Bible app, and then I trolled off. But then I started like opening my Bible, and it was really powerful because some days like I didn't know what to read. But my husband actually encouraged me. He's like, put the Bible beside your bed. And whenever you have a minute, when you wake up, when you go to sleep, just open it. And even if you read a verse, meditate on that verse. Maybe you read a chapter. That's great. Maybe you read a whole book. That's great too. But just open it every day and really just feed your soul. Get that daily bread. And so that was great advice. Thank you, Annie, for starting out the year last year telling us to read our word, and we're going to recap that and do it again this year. The next piece of practical advice we got was from J.P. Pakluda. What a great podcast when Christian stepped in for me whenever I was on maternity leave, and he got to interview J.P., and J.P. just said it so great. He said, pay attention to what you pay attention to. Y'all, like, that is so simplistic but so brilliant. I think so many times we're not paying attention to what we pay attention to. Like TikTok. We're not really paying attention to the fact that we spend two hours on TikTok a day. We're not really paying attention to the fact that we send a hundred, however many, I don't even know, Snapchats a day. We're not paying attention to the fact that we're on Instagram all day or that we're on YouTube or we're not paying attention about the magazines that we're reading or paying attention for how much time we're spending, you know, soaking over what someone said about us. But when we pay attention to that, thing and we're like wait maybe that's not actually the thing that we really want to pay attention to because we know what we pay attention to will ultimately be a huge influence on our life and so that was a great challenge this year as you close this year and walk into the next ask yourself what am I paying attention to and what are the things I need to pay a little less attention to so that I can pay more attention to uh, the things that are actually important in my life that was a great practical piece of advice David Crowder had another great piece of advice, I thought, that was very practical but very, very helpful. He said, tune your guitar, which is so simple. And you might say, I don't even play guitar, Sadie. That one didn't really hit me. But he said it in the sense of this. Do what you can do. Sorry. But he said it in the sense of do. But he said it in the sense of this. Do what you can do and let God take care of the rest. It's so good. It's like, hey, I can tune my guitar. I can make sure that all my stuff is ready for the show. I can do my best. But when I walk out of there, there are some things that are not going to be in my control. And that I can't control. I can't take care of. I'm not even going to stress about it. I'm not going to worry about it. But what I am going to do is take care of what I can and tune my guitar. You see, there are some things in life, friends, that are just outside of your control. There are some things in life that you can't predict, that you can't expect, that you can't prepare for, but you can do what you can do. You can do what you're called to do. You can tune your guitar. You can wake up every day ready. You can prepare in the word. You can worship while you wait. You can do those things, you know, in the moment that you can control. And I always thought that's a good piece of advice my mom's even given me, and David repeated it. I thought that was great. Now we're going to go on to some relationship advice. We had some great relationship advice, and I think everyone always needs relationship advice because no matter what season of life you're in, it's really true that we should always be in a relationship with people, whether that is, you know, a spouse, whether that's a friend, whether that's a mother relationship, daughter relationship, whatever it is, relationships are a huge part of our life, and um, it's always great to really think through that. We actually had a great piece of advice from Dana Perino who said, do not give up on the chance to be loved you have to choose to be loved 
I think so many times we exclude ourselves from the chance to be loved, maybe because there's fear involved, maybe because there's a little bit of hurt involved, maybe because we don't know what to expect out of it or we have trust issues, but it really is a choice we have to make to allow ourselves to be loved. And love is such a powerful thing you don't want to miss out on. So that was a great piece of advice for anyone walking through any season of relationship that it's so worth the choice to be loved. Another great piece of advice on relationships was actually from my great-grandmother who started our year off last year. She was the first one in 2021 to be on the podcast and she had a great piece of advice for people looking to date someone. She said, always look for a man who is kind to his mother and he will be good to you. And that really was a good piece of advice because I actually see Christian loving me a lot of the ways um, his intentionality is the same as it is with his mom. He's always calling his mom, checking on her, seeing how her day was, all that stuff. And that's how he does with me. He calls me a lot, makes sure I'm good, checks on my day. And it really does go a long way. And so I do think that if you're you know, looking to date someone and you don't know who that's going to be yet, really look for the way that that person treats their family because a lot of times that's going to be how they treat you. It's funny, um, I heard somebody give advice one time and they said, you know, don't look at how a guy treats, you know, his friends. Look at how he treats his sister because that's probably more how he's going to treat you. I think my grandma too mama says that and that's a great piece of advice. It's very true. You got to look at how they treat their family because that's who they're going to be around most of the time and that's how, that's, that's their true self. Another great relationship advice is from Ben Higgins, the bachelor himself, who actually just finally got married this past year to Jess. So they just had a great year and truly really found love and made that commitment. But he had a great piece of advice. I thought he said, love is a commitment. You choose to love. And I um, just thought that was a really great piece of advice because, you know, sometimes you're not going to always feel in love, but when you're married, you've committed to love. And so just because you don't feel lovey-dovey or just because it might not be a very um, likable moment, that doesn't mean that you're not committed to loving that person and seeing it through the hard seasons to get to the good. And so I just thought that that was such good advice from Ben. We also had a piece of relationship advice from Bella, my sister, who had her poetry book come out. We had her on the show, and I thought this piece of advice was so wise beyond her years. I was like, man, every single person can learn from this. She said, um, you can't wait for closure or for an apology. You can't wait for closure from an apology. And I thought that was so good because there are some relationships that you know, end and you don't get an apology. And that stinks, it really does, and it's hurtful. But just because they don't say sorry doesn't mean that you can't give yourself the freedom to move on. There are gonna be some moments in life that you're not gonna have closure from, and it's gonna stink. And there are gonna be times where you're just gonna wanna cycle through your mind recap what happened and recap every word that was said until there's closure but you can't wait for closure to be your healing and I think that's whenever you really have to let Jesus fully um, be your source of learning how to forgive learning how to forgive that person and learning how to forgive yourself I think that's when you have to let Jesus be the person that you say you know what God I didn't get closure in this moment but I don't need it because I'm found my, my forgiveness my peace my contentment's found in you not in this person coming and saying saying XYZ. And so I just thought that piece of advice was so well beyond her years. I thought that that was so brilliant because there are so many people, including myself at times, 
it's just sits in that place of waiting for an apology to move on or waiting for closure to be happy and that's not always going to come so don't wait for that to go ahead and move forward with your life and be happy you can find all of that contentment and peace and forgiveness and joy in Jesus Christ Um, great advice Bella thank you for that next moving on we got a great piece of advice from Lindsay Arnold And I thought this was so good. She said this whenever we were doing our mommy um, kind of part of the year because I was on maternity leave and we had filmed some of these. And I just thought this was so great, which by the way, that was just such a fun season. She said, in a relationship, assume the best out of your partner. Y'all, that is so good and so needed because I think sometimes we're so quick to like just accuse people of what we think that they're thinking or what we think their intention was or whatever when (laughs) also I just want to say mom life honey is playing in the back so if you hear her little rattle or her talk she's just gonna do that and she's the best and the cutest so as you hear all that just imagine the cutest girl ever and you won't even think about it she's so awesome um but yeah like I thought that that piece of advice from Lindsay was so so good because it's so easy for us to just assume someone's thinking the worst or just you know guess what someone's intention is and especially whenever it's your spouse or your partner or even your roommate you're just like oh they they did that and they weren't even considering me or they weren't even thinking about me or they they think this or that it's like actually what if what if they actually didn't think any of that what if what if they actually were just like going about their day and they were thinking about something like what are they gonna eat for lunch and so they were a little short and that was why or whatever and it's just so great to just assume the best you will be a much happier person in life if you assume the best out of your spouse if you assume the best out of your friends around you if you assume the best out of the people that you run into in the day if you assume the best out of the workers who are serving you like genuinely you will be a happier person and so whoa that's good that was a great piece of advice we can all learn from and lastly i want to talk about this advice for how we can become a better person this is more like the self-advice like how can i take this advice and be a better person in the year 2022 as we take our advice from 2021 and we take it into 2022 and we had some great ones in this section um pippa gumbel had an amazing piece of advice i thought pippa is from london she's the sweetest little heart if you remember the episode with nikki and pippa they had the best accents and they were so fun and so cute and Pippa said something that I thought was so good she said I don't take myself too seriously but I do take Jesus seriously and I think that's so wise because I think sometimes um, whenever people whenever you're a Christian or whenever you're a leader in some way people just take themselves so seriously because they think I have to be so serious because Jesus is so this is such a serious message and while I think that yes like obviously the message of the gospel is so serious and that is not to be taken lightly and that is not to in any way be made fun of or made um, light of at the same time I think that God did make us with humor and he made us to have have joy that's a fruit of who he is it's a part of who he is he made us to dance and be free and all of these things and so I think that there are some aspects in life where we can't take ourselves too seriously we need to laugh we need to dance we need to be goofy we need to let the joy of the Lord be our strength and fill our spirit that's all very true while at the same time 
being very serious about the things that matter and being very serious about Jesus. I think there was a time in my life when I thought that if I'm going to, you know, be a leader and if I'm going to step into this position of speaking and writing, then I need to be serious. And during that time, I really lost a lot of like my childlike self, like a lot of the fun that I like to have. I'm such a goofy person and I stopped being as goofy because I was trying to like fit this mold. And then I was like, okay, this is actually like stealing from who I am. But it doesn't have to. Like No one's making me do that. It's just my perception. And so I started just having fun again, just goofing off, like doing dance videos on Instagram just because they're fun and just being goofy and silly. And it was so cool because I was at a passion meeting um, recently, you know, preparing for this passion season that's about to come up. So passion is a conference that Christian and I are a part of, and that happens on January 2nd and 3rd. By the way, if you haven't got your ticket, literally get it now because it'll be a week from now and you need to get there. But I was at this meeting and it was cool because maybe passion was part of the reason, one of the reasons where I thought like I need to be serious. If I'm speaking at passion, then I need to like get my act together. I need to like be like super wise and well-spoken and all this stuff. And yes, like I need to have wisdom and yes, I need to be very discerning. And yes, I need to be well-spoken because that is an amazing platform, but God's gifted me in that. But what was cool is that someone said to me, they said, Sadie, we're so glad that you're a part of passion because you bring the fun and we need more fun. And I was like, man, like I almost like got rid of that side of me thinking I need to fit you know what everybody else seems to be when in reality like God made me original just as he made you original that's my whole message and so we don't need to you know get rid of the very thing that makes us unique actually that uniqueness is probably the very thing God's going to use and so for you wherever you're at in life like don't get rid of the very thing that makes you you to fit the mold because the very thing that makes you you is going to be the thing that inspires everyone else in the mold and so I just thought that was great advice it really impacted me and made me think about my own life the next great piece of advice for us becoming a better person I think was from Demi Tebow she said not just to focus on self-confidence but to turn that into God confidence and then later on when she was on the podcast from speaking at my LO conference she said don't chase perishable crowns but chase but chase imperishable crowns and I thought that was so good because it kind of goes along with her first piece of advice of like I don't need to have all this self-confidence stored up from all the crowns that I wear from all the beauty that I have or whatever all the um, accomplishments that I've done like that really doesn't mean anything I need to be chasing God confidence and these imperishable crowns the ones that last an eternity because those are the things that truly matter and the truth is when you have self-confidence a lot of times you don't have any confidence but when you have God confidence and you're truly confident who God is then in return you're confident in who you are because you are his you're his child and from knowing that you were created by him when you're confident in the creator you're confident in the creation and so I thought that was such wonderful advice and I would just say that to y'all girls and guys out there um, don't focus so much on having self-confidence focus on having God confidence Hebrews 10 35 says this so then do not forget the confident trust that you have in the Lord for it will be richly rewarded so there is amazing part of that because you might think well okay so confidence will be richly rewarded and no not self-confidence that's not richly rewarded don't forget the confident trust that you have in God so your confidence in God is what will be richly rewarded because he's never going to fail see yourself you can fail you can get hurt you can you know get um 
you you can lose all your accomplishments you can have a wreck and you know lose your ability to even walk you can your face can change your body can change all that can change but God is everlasting and he's remaining the same so when you're confident in him everything changes great advice Demi um then we had an incredible piece of advice from the one and only Uncle Cy that was a great episode Uncle Cy is hilarious and just actually gave some pretty good advice but he said something pretty similar um to Pippa and he said learn to laugh at yourself don't take everything too seriously and I have to say even without Uncle Cy saying that I already would have known that would have been his piece of advice or I would have hoped it would have been because that's the advice I've learned from him and that's what's cool about asking people the best piece of advice they've ever been given typically whatever it is you see in their life so evidently like you see very clearly that they really took on that piece of advice and he genuinely lives like and doesn't take himself too seriously. He lives his life just being unapologetically himself. And people love him. And is he crazy? Yes. But he's so loved because that's just who he is. And so friends, like, don't take your life too seriously. Don't take things too serious. Sorry. Don't take yourself too seriously. Like, don't, you know, be so unwilling to laugh at yourself because you're embarrassed about what people think of you. Like, honestly, the more you laugh at yourself, the more people are going to love you. And so don't take yourself too seriously. Great piece of advice from the one and only Uncle Cy, who rocks that greater than anyone I've ever known. And seriously, just does a great job living that out. Uh, we had Dante Bo on the podcast too from Maverick City. And um, I just look up to him so much from afar. Maverick City is one of my very favorite bands. I was in their top 3% of listens on Spotify. So there's my subtle flex of the podcast because I love Maverick City. And uh, I just think they're so good. But he said um, something so great. Let me find it. He had a great piece of advice when he said, the higher you go, the lower you're supposed to be. I thought that was so, so great. And it's kind of even what I referenced at the start of this podcast. Um, Y'all listening so much to this podcast is amazing. The 21 million listens is amazing. And um, even when I say that's humbling, Bella one time said, because I, I said something like an accomplishment was humbling. She said, why is that humbling? Like, that should be an honor. Like, that that should not be like something that humbles you. That should be something that more like excites you or honors you. And I said, well, the reason why it's humbling is because it makes me just want to bow down at the feet of Jesus. It makes me want to just crawl under the shadow of his wing because I know that I know that I know it's his work in me. It's his work through me because I know like my, my, you know, me and my unhealthy self would not rock this the way that I can do this through him, through his, you know, strength in me to be able to have conversations with people and not be nervous and insecure and that scared girl that I was in high school. And so I just feel like that's humbling to me to know that like God is using me in this way and I think that's the way that it should be in our Christian life like we humble ourselves to exalt his name we humble ourselves when we're afraid we humble ourselves and we're proud we humble ourselves and we're joyful we humble ourselves and we're sad we humble ourselves in all things to exalt Christ's name and so yeah the higher we go in life the more accomplishments the more uh, platform the more followers the more whatever we get like it should actually make us go lower um to our knees to say like thank you god like thank you for using me who am i who who am i that you would even be mindful of me i think it's so awesome so great advice from dante 
we had some other advice um, that was really practical for ourselves, but it was also a piece of advice for motherhood. And this was from that time that I was postpartum. We had a piece of advice from my mom and from my best friend, Lainey, that I thought was so good. I'll read my mom's first. She said, remember to find joy in the little things. And I think that's so good. I think that makes you such a happier person. You know, sometimes like on the big, you know, view of life, like the big perspective we have, things can look pretty rough. Like things can maybe not be going so good. It can be really hard days, really hard time because you have a legitimate reason for it to be a hard time or for it to be a bad day. And I think it's in those seasons where it's really important that you look small you look at those little things that make you have joy in your day you know you look at the way that your kid smiles or you look at the way that your husband loves you or you look at the way that you were able to accomplish getting that test done or you look at the way that your friends showed up for you or you look at the way that you're able to even breathe today and go about a new day you look at the word and the scripture that God put in front of you you look at the you know the sun and realize how beautiful it is when the sun shines bright you look at you know whatever it is your dog that's just a hilarious little creature that you're just so thankful for like you just look at the little things and take joy in them and that will make you such a happier person no matter what your circumstances are Um, and then Lainey said something also so good during that season and she said do not yield to fear and from a mother's perspective I think that's so good but in anyone's life like there is a temptation to yield to fear Year, but don't don't do that just actually remain in your faith and I think Christine Kane said it the other day on Instagram she said the word of God says that you are not given a spirit of fear and she said and because it said that I know that there is a spirit of fear out there and she said so I'm not gonna go with that spirit of fear if God's word said that there's a spirit of fear out there and that's not the spirit I've been given then I'm not gonna take it I'm not gonna put that on I've been given a spirit of peace of love of a sound mind of self discipline that's the spirit I'm taking on and so I thought that was so good that's a word from the Lord that we weren't given the spirit of fear but when a power love self-discipline a sound mind we don't actually have to yield to that and so I just thought that was so good from Lainey um two more pieces of pieces of advice that I kind of want to recap before we close out this amazing year but I thought uh Maddie Pruitt's was so good whenever she said everything worthwhile is uphill there are so many things in life that are going to be worth it, but are also going to be challenging. Um, that's pretty much the story of everything that's worth it. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have frustration. You're going to have hard days. And I think that the world in today's culture will say, well, if it's hard, then it's not right. Well, if it doesn't feel good, then there must be something else out there for you that will. If it's not working out in a fast paced time, then it's not even worth it. But actually, it can actually be God's very good, perfect will for your life. It could actually be the thing that you're called to. It could actually be the thing that you're supposed to do, even if it's frustrating, even if it's hard, even if it doesn't feel good, even if it's not easy. That still can be blessed by God and is blessed by God. Hard work doesn't mean God's not in it. God is in your hard work. He works through you as you work hard. And so I just want to encourage you that if it's worth it, if it's something that God's called you, if it's something that is put on your heart to do it's worth the commitment it's what worth the uphill battle it's worth the frustrations um even with this with lo i think um gosh if i would have quit and said oh god must not be in it this is hard we would have quit year one we would have quit six months into this thing but here we are four years later continuing to do it because it's 
what God's called us to. It's because this is what I love to do. It's because this is our ministry. And yeah, it's worth all the uphill battles. It's worth all the hard moments. And I think the difference in the people who actually go the distance um, and the distance for the people who don't is not always whether it was a good idea or not or the most talented or not people or whatever it's really just the ones that commit it's really just the ones that actually say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna commit and i'm gonna make it through the hard challenges and the hard days uh, even when it doesn't feel good I'm, I'm gonna commit and so i just encourage you that was a great piece of advice that everything that's worthwhile might be uphill and that's okay that, that does not mean God's not in it. God is very much in all of that. And the last one I thought from Matthew West was so good. And he said, don't ever forget that your dreams are minor league dreams compared to God's major league dreams for you. What great advice that, you know, there are so many times that we think our plan is the best plan. We think our plan is the thing that rocks and that's going to rock the world. But sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we're dreaming a little bit smaller than God's dreams for our life. And whenever we're able to say, you know what? I think that this is a good idea, but I'm seeing, Lord, that you're taking me in a different direction. And that doesn't look as cool. And that doesn't look as fancy. And that doesn't look as fun. But God, if it's your will, it will be done. And I want to be a part of it. You see, God's dreams are always bigger than ours. When we have setbacks, when we have things that we don't understand, don't get frustrated at God. Just trust the plan. And even if you do get frustrated at God, he's saying he can take it. He can handle it. As long as you still submit to him, you know, as long as you're still willing to go with him. Matthew West said he had a dream of being a baseball player and he said that was a minor league dream I was only gonna make it to the minor leagues if that and he said but here's the thing God took me a different route and I was frustrated at the time I didn't understand I had to do all this stuff but now like he's this amazing Christian singer who's like had all these huge hit songs and not only that like he's a godly man who has a family that he loves and that loves him and going on tour with like I mean it's just so fun you know like he wouldn't have done that had he set in the frustration of like I didn't get to do my dream well hey thank God because God's dream was better and so y'all, we've had a great year on this podcast. We have had so much good advice. I literally could have gone through this whole year and quoted everybody's advice because it was so good. I could have just read it like rapid fire and it would have been just as good of a podcast. Uh, but you can go back and listen to any one that you want to. These were just some of the ones that stuck out to me that personally hit me this year and impacted my life in a significant way based off things I was going through. And I hope that they did the same for you. Uh, I hope that you take notes when you listen to this podcast and really hold on to that advice that you receive because it will change you. Y'all, it's been a great year for the podcast, but I hope more than that, it's been a great year for you. Maybe it's been challenging in some ways. Maybe it's been hard, but that doesn't mean God's not in it. And that doesn't mean God won't use it. Next year is going to be great. Go in with your head held high, believing that God can use anything and everything that he puts in your path to do and believe that God can use you. And I just want to remind you, don't have to be confident in yourself and your own ability, but be confident in God and who he is. Because if you're confident in that, you can do anything, friend. I'm excited for you. I'm thankful for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for cheering me on. And I'm cheering you on in life as well. Cheers to a new year.